Hey, 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 ladies and gentlemen, how you doing? This is your host, Captain and DJ, the Uncle Earl. How you doing? You know, I'm always out there reaching, searching, and trying to find something that's fresh, new, alive, and thriving in the underground, in this world. And um, I have found another jewel. He's an artist who is more than just an artist. He's more than a poet. He is an artist of wordistry. I was introduced to him by a very good friend, Miss Jenny Morales, who is working in the music scene, and she's been following the underground experience for quite a while. And I just want to bring him to you and let you learn who the man is, Ron Yeh. How you doing, brother? All is well. Peace and blessings. Thank How are you? I'm doing well on this day. I really want to say, you know, first of all, that your message in your music is powerful, but I want people to really understand the source. Okay. The majority of my upbringing was in Orlando, Florida. Uh, my mother is a native of Orlando, born and raised. My father's from a small, little rural country town in Georgia called Montezuma, but he was also raised in Orlando as well. I'm from a background of two amazing, hardworking individuals that ingrained in me the value of having a strong work ethic, but also having faith that's connected to it as well. Mm. My mother's side of the family, we have a lot of gospel artists. So I was always I was always around music. I was always around creativity at a very early age. Mm-hmm. So a lot of my cousins and my uncles, they had their own gospel quartet called the Golden Heirs, and they opened up for a lot of mainstream artists like Shirley Caesar, Mighty Clouds of Joy, the Winans. Uh, they had a regular gig at the House of Blues called Gospel Sunday Brunch, and they were singing and performing and all that stuff for like over 50 plus years. And they also opened up for staple singers as well along the way. So my first introduction was pretty much through the church, but a lot of my family members did not know that I had an interest in music. But I've always had this creative event because I was always into like dance mm-hmm. and you know, the arts for sketching and creating animated characters or comic book characters or just impersonating cartoon characters, which you see on the TV, mm-hmm. or like Scooby-Doo <laughs> or all those crazy characters. <laughs> I love to just mimic them, you know, these yes. different sounds. All of these wonderful things that were just coming off the screen or what you see on a daily basis. I guess you can say, um, how can I put this? It was more of a confidence issue and you start to notice that in other artists as well that they've always faced that confidence issue or that yes. self-esteem issue as if you're not good enough to be an influence or, or to be something that's really a very great impact to the community or even to the world as well. So I really kept it inside of me or, you know, I would always constantly write, you know, in my journal and just being able to express myself and the environment that all I have had at the time, which many people were like, are you serious? <laughs> we dealt with a lot of violence back around the mid-90s and stuff mm-hmm. and coming up in that middle ground between middle class and also the poor, mm-hmm. the hood. So I was exposed to both worlds and my father made sure that I knew how to handle myself in those different situations because of his upbringing. But I was able to express myself through the arts and through the power of the words and being able to just write out my feelings because my mom 
was like, I don't want you to use your fist. I don't want you to use your right. hands mm-hmm. to express yourself. I want you to write it out and tell me how you truly feel because mm-hmm. I had a lot of anger management issues at the time during that whole entire transition. I mm-hmm. was going from the city to Orlando, but I was still experiencing a lot of things and factors in the black neighborhood, you know, because money was more of a mix, but I had a balance of both. Okay, I see what's going on over here with my people, but at the same time, I was around, you know, whites, Italians, mm-hmm. Jewish, multicultural environments, things of that nature. So, in that term, when a young man is trying to dig and find himself and search of where do I stand in the world and how can I be able to, you know, one, express myself on a different frequency where I'm able to reach the people and say it with conviction and truth and being real, as we would say. You are listening to the United Sounds of the Underground. Keep it locked.
This is Mixie with Uncle Earl, and you're listening to the Underground Experience. Zibbidi-bop-bop-bow! Some people never step outside of their neighborhood like the five-block radius. You use that, and that's commendable. I, I recall my mother exposed me to theater when I was about, I would say, 10, 11 years old. Uh, the first play that I actually witnessed was The Phantom of the Opera. Oh, wow. Nice. And, and my mother, she is a fanatic about the arts. You know, my mother was a writer, my grandmother was a writer, and my mom loved words. She was, she submerged herself in words, whether it was memorizing a Bible verse or reading poetry books or reading about Maya Angelou or Alice Walker or whoever that was in that time frame, Barbara Jordan and many, many others. Uh, my mom loved words. She loved to express herself. She certainly made an impact on you. I, mean, I was reading your bio, and I see that you you accomplished some um, pretty amazing things. You know, from a young age, you you were the first African American published in the Valencia College Literary Magazine. You've been a part of the House of Blues. You you've done Zora Neale Hurston's festival. You've done college tours. You've done poetry slams. You were going to work with uh, the Team Orlando competition, but that didn't happen. Can you tell us a little bit about that situation and why there, there was a spike in the road? I first had a taste of, I guess you could say, politics, mm. even in the art industry and the music industry. I was really heavy into the poetry scene, the slam scene in Orlando. And that was like around the early 2000s and, and, and such. Mm -hmm. And a lot of my peers started to notice that I had something to say. Mm -hmm. And what really flew them off was that I never, ever took a creative writing class. Mm. <laughs> never. Never. <laughs> it, it, to me, that was considered a gift. And I know that because of, uh, of my personal relationship and my faith in God, mm -hmm. that... I do believe that he gave me that gift to be able to express myself through the experiences that I've witnessed and went through. Mm -hmm. And being able to have a very imaginative uh, tool that we have called the brain. That means you were anointed. Exactly. So I had no borders. I don't believe in borders. I don't believe in boundaries. You know, it's, it's limitless for me. So I first witnessed this when I was in the semifinals. This happened around 2002. And this is when the formation of Team Orlando was taking place. And a week prior to that, I was, I can remember it like it was yesterday. I was sitting in my room and I wrote out 
five brand new pieces of poetry and I stuck them to my wall mm. and I memorized them one by one. Wow. One by one. Because according to the the, uh, the judge at the time, he said, well, you got to have new material. We don't want no poet to do any old material that they've done in other, you know, the previous competitions. Mm -hmm. So I said, okay, not a problem. So I went home and I started writing out what I wanted to express. Memorizing and everything, and I came back. So as I was going through this process, got to the semifinals, and I began to do my pieces per round. A young lady in the audience, I forget her name, but she was from West Palm Beach. Mm -hmm. And I recall saying this. She said, Ronnie, if you don't make it, I'm going to be pissed. That's, that was her <laughs> words for me. She was hot. She said, I will be livid if you don't make it because everybody was so elated of what I was saying. Mm -hmm. You know, and my, and my messages are talking about social consciousness. I talk about spirituality. I talk about love, relationships. Yes across the board, mm -hmm. and even that some people don't want to tackle, like I have a piece that actually talks about HIV AIDS awareness mm -hmm. because one of my family members was affected by it. Mm -hmm. Sure enough, I come to find out as the competition is going along that the judge had changed his rules because wow. I'm listening to the other peers begin to speak and do their rounds, but they were using the older material. Uh. So because of that matter, I remember my mother was there, my father was there, and at the time, my girlfriend from Senegal, mm -hmm. West Africa, she was there as well, witnessing all this. So we get to the very end, and of course, um, I got knocked out, so I was fifth place, mm -hmm. and everybody else got into the team and stuff, and there was a team of four. So I said, okay, I was very hurt by it, and kind of depressed about it. You know, my mother and dad was like, don't worry about it, you know, you're going to press forward, don't worry about it, it'll all turn out better. Mm -hmm. So I said, okay, mm -hmm. you know, but I don't worry about the situation. So come to find out, check this out. So about two weeks later, it's getting close to the national. Nationals was in Chicago at, at, at this time. Mm -hmm. And the, um, the team leader called me, he said, hey, one of the members had a family emergency, can you become the team alternate for for the team. So I held the phone for about 30 seconds <laughs> and I kind of chuckled. And then I humbly said to him, thank you so much for the offer, but I declined. Experience that.
Myra Bubble, and you're now listening to the Ultimate Underground Experience with Uncle Earl. Bubble on deck. Let me tell you something, Lacey. I had a conversation with God many years later, and I asked, I asked the Spirit, I said, why did you allow me to go through this situation? And I heard very quietly and very softly, he said, I gave you this gift not to do competition. Mm. This is bigger than this. Mm. You and your gift is supposed to reach people. Mm. The world that you say to people has an effect. I gave you these because I want you to reach my people. Wow. Wow. That's what I heard. So it's bigger than competitions. It's bigger than what they have, you know, rap battles and poetry slams and all that stuff. And, and people have to come outside of their ego and outside of themselves yes. to understand what their gift is truly meant for this world. Mm-hmm. And once you realize that, your whole picture is going to be different. Mm-hmm. And ever since that day that it happened to me, I was good. I said, you know what? I made the right decision to do that. So that, to me, is my calling. That's what I'm here to do. Awesome. And that brings me to what you have so successfully done to this day, which has caught my attention and really made an impact on me, which is your Paint With Words Incorporated, your company and your new project that you're doing. I tell you, honestly, I was I had to listen to it twice. The first time I couldn't get it all. Keep on fighting. I mean, that's that it's so relevant today because that's what we're doing right now. It's around the world. It's not even just in our neighborhoods or in our country. It's a global issue right now. And it was really, you really hit me. And I had to watch it twice. And I'm going to have to watch it a couple more times to really get every everything. Because you have so many imageries and visions within your video and your words. So to decipher all of that at one time, it's kind of overwhelming. But it's, it's needed. Because people need to be awake. We've been dormant. We've been sleeping. And it's a wake-up call. International rhyme machine Take a little ride in my time machine No need to hide them Let's dig into my memory items Thinking back as I take a look inside them The block parties, baby, make me feel good You can always find one in any real hood Sisters had the afro Brothers have to rock the mad fro Played Monopoly games and Pasco Had me a slinky, a wonderful toy The jingle even said it was fun for a girl and a boy Who remembers this? Run, catch, and kiss The agenda was to find your gender to be matching lips Spinning the bottle, hoop deal, consequences Snowball fights, we're hiding out in the trenches Cops and robbers with the plastic handcuffs I was such a young pup, just remembering stuff You stay with those days, remembering stuff Going through the phase, remembering stuff It's to get paid, remembering stuff Did the latest craze, remembering stuff The games people play, remembering stuff We did it our way, remembering stuff And made it okay, remembering stuff Repeat what I say, remembering 
hammering stuff. Wasn't all fun when the blocks got hot. Many got done in and some got shot. But mostly back then when someone had beat, they said I'm shooting joints with knuckles in the street. Some pulled out dirty tricks with big rocks or a stick. Knives in a sock, but no blocks or slow clips. Father says you down for staring at doors, hips. The memories, son. Yo, I'm loving all of this. Quarters in my pocket, video game player. Centipede, Robotron, and Dragon's Leia. Missile Command, Pac-Man, Mr. Do. Talk about this among your friends and list a few. Who used to play Dig Dug? I know I missed a few. Guys with black eyes, and you know who did this to you. Before Power Puffs, there were Tonka trucks. And they were tough. Young pup, just remembering stuff. You stay with those days. Remembering stuff. Going through the phase. Remembering stuff. Skis to get paid. Remembering stuff. Did the latest craze. Remembering stuff. The games people play. Remembering stuff. We did it our way. Remembering stuff. And made it okay. Remembering stuff. Repeat what I say. Remembering stuff. Remember Magic Johnson holding down the Lakers? Pop Rocks candy and even jawbreakers. What about the park and playing ball too dark? Rolling skates made of metal that left a big spark. Chased by German shepherds that had a big park. We were suckers for love because we had a big heart. Pickings of broken glass because you drew a brick in. Wrestling with your siblings for that last piece of chicken. Slap box, shadow box, we had our own fighting class. Frying up the ants, use a magnifying glass. Had the baseball card stashed to try and cash. Getting out of trouble was a death defying task. Lemonade trench with the ice and rolling dice. The disco godfather played by dopamite. This is one of those rough cuts where you just cannot get enough. Just remembering stuff. Remember Tuned in to the Ultimate Underground Experience presents United Sounds of the Underground. Now back to the interview. Did this come to you like in a dream, or did you? Did it just? How did this come to you? This song, Keep on Fighting. Oh my gosh! Wow, good question. Um, someone asked me this before, and I get a little bit overwhelmed and emotional <laughs> about it too. So pardon me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's amazing how the process has taken me from the very early stages to what's happening now and just being able to be honored and blessed to speak to you about it. I remember saying now it's been two years. Mm-hmm. Um, I talked to my music partner, uh, Dexatron. Uh, he's the one that started the song and the process of it because he was writing to it. Mm-hmm. And he wrote his first verse and the hook. And I remember it, I remember it like it was yesterday because I was at his house. When it happened, he said, hey, I'm working on this song. I think it can really go somewhere and touch people's lives. Mm-hmm. And, I, and I heard the instrumental to the song, and I was hearing what he was saying. And I said, yes, I mm-hmm. definitely want to do this with you because it's needed. Because mm-hmm. during that time frame, so many things were happening. You know, you had Trayvon Martin's murder that mm-hmm. just took place. Yes. You had Sandra following that, you had Eric Gardner following that, and, and, and one by one, it was like a domino effect, and I'm looking at mainstream music, 
and I'm looking at underground music, and I'm like, is anybody seeing this? And who's going to say something about it? Mm-hmm. So I felt called to do it. Mm. And to really put my pen to work and really express myself. So I went ahead and I joined Dexter in putting together the song Keep On Fighting. And I wrote my second verse, which was the rap, and also sang the background vocals along with him. And I said, you know, as this process was taking place and we went to the studio and recorded it and all that good stuff, and it was done. It was in the can for a couple of months, I want to say about six months mm-hmm. after that. Mm-hmm. And my nickname was was that I wanted to have a director and a writer to put it to work and bring it to life. So I called some friends of mine from Full Sail University, which is like the number one oh, yeah. school there is oh, yeah, all across. Mm-hmm. And I said, uh, my good friend Darrell uh, Pert, he was a Victorian, uh, he came out of his um, graduating class last year mm-hmm. and I said uh, D I said man I really have this idea for the song I have an idea for this video for this song and I need a director to help me with putting this, putting this together and bringing it to life can you help me he said yeah man sure not a problem mm-hmm. so he was calling his friends and I'm still calling people from mm-hmm. you know my old alma mater with yeah. Valencia and the Rollins College and UCF and all that stuff and mm-hmm. I could not find anybody mm-hmm. everybody was tired everybody was just completely hands tied and other projects that were going on and you know I said okay so I got a little discouraged again so I prayed for that I said okay God what do you want me to do because I see it all in my head and the more I listen to the song I kept getting images mm. so I'm literally to answer your question I had open visions one by one mm. of how the video can come about but again because I didn't go to school I didn't go to a, I'm sorry I didn't go to a film school right. or to a Entire song, right. and I went piece by piece, 
verse, chorus, second verse, chorus, and I went throughout the entire song, and I knew exactly what to do. Mm. And then when that happened and took place, then I went ahead and created a casting call to Central Florida and throughout the state of Florida on who would like to be a part of this project. The very first day I put out the casting call, we had 40 actors, actresses that responded and said, we love it. We don't care if we get paid for it or not. We just want to be a part of something that has a message. Mm. Awesome. Awesome. And you did it, man. You did it. I mean, there, I, I, there's not much more I need to say about it because it speaks for itself and from where it comes from, which is other than ourselves, there's no need to explain. It's a given that it's successful already. And um, I'm going to do whatever I can to spread it to my network and around to whomever can get a message and possibly do something with it because I think it, it's very pertinent and we need this, it, it, not just in our lives, but in the music industry as well. We need to bring it back to the real, you know. Thank you so much. I appreciate it. You're, you're most welcome. You're most welcome. So I think we need to let the people hear it now. We done talked about it enough, right? What'd you say? Absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> All right. We needn't say any more. Ladies and gentlemen, here's Mr. Ranye Hawkins with Keep On Fighting. Same pain, same issue We bleed the same color of blood, same tissue Ten steps forward, but twenty steps back You trying to tell me we can't walk on the same track? Me to glorifying these lies as artifacts And apologies can't bring sons and fathers back You say you want a revolution? Man in the mirror, you are the solution And we can start right now Don't let it be too late Hugs are always free and that's a clean slate Yeah. 
This is Ricky Rebel, and you are listening to the Underground Experience Radio Show. Any other words of encouragement you could uh, tell the people on the way out? One of my taglines that I always use for the people, no matter where I am and wherever I go, if I see someone that has a little discouragement and they're frustrated with life, I always tell them all things are possible to them that believe. Faith and hard work, you can do anything and everything. And the sky is not the limit. It's limitless. Mm. So you have to make sure that your mind and your spirit are aligned with one another and knowing that you can do anything and everything. Everything is in your grasp. Whatever you speak out of your mouth, all things can come into existence. Well said. God bless. For high-quality printing services, I have just the place for you. It's Biz Image in Los Angeles. They do printing services, promotional items, custom signs, graphic designs, silk screens, stationery, vehicle decals, neon signs, and flags. The only call you need to make. Biz Image. That's 1-800-609-0351. That's 1-800-609-0351. Ask for Abraham and tell him that Uncle Earl sent you. Hey, it's smooth jazz artist Funky Boy, and you are listening to my music right here with Uncle Earl on KLED Los Angeles.
United Sounds of the Underground. Hello, ladies and gentlemen. As you know, all good things must come to an end. But I can't get out of here without saying thank you to all of you for tuning in today. I hope you enjoyed this special United Sounds of the Underground show featuring my guest, Mr. Ronye Hawkins. What an interesting young man. He is on the rise. And what we didn't mention during the interview is that he is up for an International Christian Film Festival Award. He was nominated for Best Music Video for his song, Keep On Fighting. I wish him all the best, and Uncle Earl will be a part of his life, and he'll be a part of mine, and we're going to make that work really well. I also want to thank all my musical guests today. You just heard from Mr. Funky Boy featuring Michael Langton with Triumph. Earlier in the show, you heard from C-Rock, The Fury. You heard from Nazneen Rahman, Noam Weinstein. And Shaybox Noni. I am so excited about all of the things that are going on right now in the music industry and in life in general. You know, there's always with negative, there's positive, with positive, there's negative, and we we need it all in for all to work. And it's gonna it's a wake up call, like we just talked about in the um, interview. And uh, you know, we all have to do our part to make this thing work. So I want you to really get on out there and make a difference. And I want to hip you to some things that are going on. Coming up, Voza Rivers and the New Heritage Theater Group, East Mediterranean Business Culture Alliance, and the Greater Harlem Chamber of Commerce, in partnership with the Harlem Music Fest, presents the second annual Hellenic Rembetica Harlem Blues Concert. And that's coming up on Thursday, May 4th, 2017. Doors will open at 6.30 p.m. Concert is at 7 p.m. It's going to be held at the St. Peter's Church in New York City. At the City Corp Center, 619 Lexington Avenue at 54th Street. And there will be a huge roster of people performing. Starting off with Mr. Joy Morant and Catfish Stew. And award-winning vocalist, Broadway and film star, my mama, Sandra Reeves Phillips. And also the amazing all-star musicians, the Amphionis Orchestra. Tassos Papiano, musical director, with guest vocalist, Miss Anita Rogers. You don't want to miss that. And um, what else can I say? You've had a full day today with me, and we should all be gracious, thankful for one more breath, one more day, one more time to get it right, and we will get it right. This has been the United Sounds of the Underground with me, your host, Captain and DJ, the Uncle Earl, and I bid you adieu. And I'm going to lead you on your way today with Be Thankful by William Devon. Have a blessed night, day, evening, dawn dusk whatever you have and just have it and live it all right i'll talk to you later take care ciao
You may not have 